0: Welcome to Peter's podcast, where we talk about real yoga, actual happiness, and deep living. Thanks for joining me. Namaste. In the Tantra understanding of the universe, which I always like to emphasize is kind of like a model a way of thinking about things um, and if you you know read yoga literature it usually sounds like I'm describing the universe but you know in our modern era we have lots of different ways of describing the way things are so I think it's useful to think about each of these sort of historical ways as being a way of looking at things that helps you to understand something about the world and something about yourself. And primarily yoga is always about a practice that helps you come into a better relationship with the world around you, with others that you interact with, and with your own sense of purpose and sense of well-being, etc. So in the Tantra worldview, there is this notion of Shiva and Shakti. And Shiva and Shakti are two aspects of what is. The aspect that is the understanding or the plan or the pattern in its conceptual state. And then there is the energy and matter that comes about in that pattern or in that way. So the two are impossible to separate. You you would have matter with no form or no structure, or you would have an idea but no outcome from it. The two are always part of each other, So in older times of yoga, that everything togetherness was called Brahman. In Tantra, usually it starts as Shiva Shakti, or you have some kind of param, bigger than notion. And what ends up occurring in the manifestation in this Tantra model is we get very wrapped up in what came about so it's like we're only looking at one side of the whole we're looking at ourselves as the energy and the matter and the stuff but we're losing the picture of what is the pattern what is the way that it's going about what's what's happening here so that ends up making us feel quite small and quite powerless because we're only looking at this little individual piece Of this big picture. So in the yoga of it, the the way that we would create a practice based on that philosophical concept or model of looking at things, is that we would try to gain more understanding of the nature of things. So right now we're in the midst of this crisis Right in, in the world there's uh, terrible things going on that are like front page news but then there are also all these other terrible things going on all over the place all of the time right? because the nature of the world the model right, is that things are going to be diverse you're going to have this spectrum of activities and the spectrum of activities are there in order to create this what in yoga is traditionally called a dance of life right the the drama that goes on and usually we think that we don't want a drama we just want everything to be good all the time but if you take that all the way to its ultimate expression there would just be nothing going on right Uh, it's like a movie where there's no conflict right it would be boring there would be nothing So the nature of our world is that there is this, all this stuff. And each of us finds ourselves in a position to do something within that. And according to our nature, which comes about from, you were just in the Galapagos Islands, right? Charles Darwin had this whole thing about how we come to be based on what came before, right? So we are here because of everything that came before. And in in yoga, there's a word for that. It's called karma, which gets twisted a whole bunch of different ways, but it's literally like the cause and effect of the universe. So as we find ourselves in a spot with this background, with these skills, with this intuition, then we can do something about what we find in front of us that we think needs to be somehow transformed. And we can't do much more than that but we can not do that and so it's useful and a yoga practice to try to bring one's wholeness to that to try to be able to see not just a little individual small thing that I have very little power over but to be able to also see the bigger picture of things to see that ah that's the big picture that's what everybody is working on And my piece of it, I can see more clearly now because I see I have a bigger perspective on things. I have more time to deal with things. I don't just react to things, If you spend any time on Facebook, there's been lots of, why aren't you reacting enough, right, going on. So there's there's a point to what's being argued about or talked about, but there's a bigger picture that can encompass all of it. So in the practice that we're going to do today, we're going to explicitly use the name of this half of things, the Shiva quality of things, or the understanding of things, and to call on that using this word Shiva, right? And in yoga, one of the premises is that Our words have power, they have meaning. Um, This is kind of true of lots of ancient understandings of things, there's force in the words you use. So we're going to chant a mantra, On Nama Shivaya, and that is calling on this energy of the Shiva consciousness to take its right role, with the other half of things, the energy and manifestation, which is called shakti. And that doesn't make one more important than the other. It just brings them, brings us back to a recognition of the wholeness of it all. You must have both halves, right? And sometimes in the yoga writings, they'll say things like bringing shakti back to Shiva, right? And that's uh, kind of an interesting, just... Um, like a metaphor, because shakti is never without shiva, but we get separated, right? We start to only focus on one side of things, and we miss the bigger picture, okay? So, when we do this om, namah, shivaya, we're going to chant it in line with our own energy system. So, we're going to break the syllables up and say each one, at one of the energy headquarters in our system. Om at the base, Na in the pelvis, Ma at the navel, Shi in the chest, Va in the throat, Ya in the middle of the head. And the way that Alan designed this Kriya, it's really nice because at the end of Om Namah Shivaya, in the melody of it that we'll use, there's this extra syllable, Ah. And that ah is like, once you've moved through these headquarters, which are earth, water, fire, air, space, and then the command center that governs how we operate in this realm of the senses and the elements, we go beyond that. We transcend that is the right way to say that, right? Or we let go beyond the elements. So when we say this last syllable of ah, it's almost like going om ah, right? Letting go into an unbound state or a state of meditation, a state of we're not using the mind to process the elements and the sense data anymore. We're taking a pause and coming back to this Place where Shiva Shakti are whole and we're in the awareness of that. Okay. So that meditation then gives us a chance to gain insight, gain new perspective, have a bigger picture view of things, get what there's this beautiful word in the English language, wisdom, right? To get a little wiser about how we deal with things. So we get all of that, and then we can bring that back into life. Mm-hmm. So that's the plan. Chant Om Namah Shivaya, spend a little time in silence, come back and distribute that insight, that inspiration back into those same chakras, and then go off and have a fantastic day. Doing whatever our particular gift is to the world. And I brought one of my um, singing bowls today so that we can use the sound of the bowl as a way to think about the mantra. Once we've done om, namah, shivaya, ah, that ah is very much like the ringing of a bowl or a bell where there's a strike to the sound, ah, but then it trails off into silence and as it does it also you could use that as a way to let your mind also trail to silence right so it's nice to help pull you to where you're getting quieter quieter quieter, quieter stillness okay so we'll use that I'll, I'll ring that as we're doing our mantras aloud Um, To begin, though, let's do alternate nostril breathing so that we're nicely internal before we start. So your left hand can rest on your leg, the right hand, thumb and ring finger on the sides of your nose. The first two fingers could rest on your forehead or you could tuck them into your palm. And then starting on whichever side feels most open between the left and the right, take a preparatory breath in through one side then close that side and we'll breathe out and back in through the other side. So go ahead and breathe out, followed by a breath back in, close and block both, and then switch over to the other side and breathe out and back in through that side. And continue this alternating pattern which tricks our nervous system into a moment of transition where the breath isn't dominant on either side. And by doing this practice, we're extending that moment, which is useful for meditation because during that moment when your dominance of breath is shifting, you tend to pull your focus inward You lose track of outside like in a daydream. Next time that you cycle around to breathing out the side you started on, whenever you get there, let that conclude this practice. Keep your eyes closed, keep your focus in, and let your right hand release down over your leg. And you can join the tips of your index finger and thumb your focus into the center of your body, into the center line, and let your palms come together in front of the heart center, this Shakti and Shiva coming back together, And release your hands down again over your legs and we'll begin using the mantra, chanting in the chakra, so in the base, in the pelvis, in the navel, in the middle of the chest, in the throat, in the middle of the head, and then ah, between the middle of the head and the crown of the head, that final ah syllable. Om Namah Shivaya. So let's begin together. Take a breath in. Om Namah Shivaya. Just letting that trail off into silence in your own mind. And then we'll repeat that again Om Namah Shivaya. loud, Om Namah Shivaya, Ah. Now you can continue to repeat that silently on your own, moving base, pelvis, navel, chest, throat, middle of your head, space beyond that. and Ultimately, let go into that space, and I'll bring us back at the end. in your meditation and we'll walk on this edge between meditating and concentrating and coming back into life to bring the inspiration of your meditation back into your living. Let your palms come together in front of the heart center, bring the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth and invite the energy of your meditation, this wisdom to flow down into your hands so that we can use our hands to distribute it throughout our system. Bring your tongue behind the upper teeth at the gum line and move your hands ever so slightly as you feel the quality of touch, which is really just nerve signals, electricity in your hands. Invite the subtle energy of your meditation to flow into your hands and separate your hands just a little bit and see if you can still feel the more subtle energy now, kind of a warmth or a radiance between your hands. If you separate your hands a little farther apart and then bring them almost to touch again, you might feel the puffy magnetic quality of that subtle energy. Now lift your hands up over your eyes and let them hover there for a moment. Maybe you'll feel the heat Of energy there. Maybe you see the light of the energy there. It really doesn't matter what the feelings are. With your intention, send the unbound intelligence, the source of wisdom from your meditation into Ajna Chakra, the command center, or the brain, we would probably call it today, or the mind, and let your mind be filled with wisdom, with insight, with Perspective. Take your hands back over your eyes and draw them down to the jawline and then around the jawline to the back of your neck, regrounding as we bring this energy down. Bring your hands back around to the throat in front and cross one hand over the other and direct the energy into the Vishuddha chakra, the headquarters of expression, of communication, of. The element that brings form to being. Draw the energy down to the heart center in the middle of your chest and let wisdom from your meditation tune the center to find similarity, that sameness that we have with everyone else, even though we each have our own way of expressing that in the world. Let your palms come together in front of the heart center for unconditional love. Draw the energy down to the navel center. Here, let your right palm face the earth, underneath your left palm facing up so you can clasp your hands together and hold that right at the navel, bringing wisdom and insight into the fire center, the center of transformation, where we burn energy to keep our intellect working, where we burn energy to keep our metabolism going, and where we take actions out in the world to make change as we see our purpose in the world draw energy down to the pelvis and here in this sadhistana chakra the abode of our self of our habits our patterns our likes our dislikes let wisdom shine in this center so that we can see where we're being distracted both by those likes and dislikes and rather we can slice through life like durga, on a tiger through the jungle. Draw the energy of your meditation down to the pelvic floor, to the root chakra, muladhara. And here in this center of the earth, the things that we construct in life, we'll use the yoni mudra, interlace your pinky and the next two fingers, pointer fingers at the earth, thumbs up toward the sky. And let us build structures in our life that help us to remain stable, to help us feel prosperous and at ease so we can turn to the important evolution that we need to do in this life. Finish regrounding by bringing energy down into your legs, moving your hands from hips to knees, and then around your knees, down your shins in the front, and with your thumb, walk a line down the calves from behind your knee all the way down to your Achilles tendon and then hold your ankles tight focusing energy downward and finally walk five lines down the soles of your feet starting at the inner edge of your heel walk down to the big toe then move over a little walk from your heel to your second toe and continue all the way across And then extend your legs, shake them out, and make your way onto your back into Shavasana. Shavasana, to let your body release completely after sitting one way for that whole time. It helps sometimes to adjust your hips, to adjust your shoulder blades, to balance your head so everything's nice and neutral and you can simply surrender into the earth. Each time we take a pause to meditate We set up a return of shakti to Shiva, to see the whole, to feel ourselves as the whole of what is, oneness, without distinction. And then if we return back into our experience of living, a little wiser, with a little more clarity, viveka. Seeing things more as they are. Able to hear, able to express in ways that are graceful, that bring us to a state of peace, shanti, within ourselves, with others, and with the circumstances of life. Om shanti, shanti, shanti. Begin to move your fingers and your toes. Run your thumbs across your fingertips. Tilt your head a little side to side. Take your arms up overhead, stretch long through your right side, out through your fingers, out through your toes. And then through your left side, fingers to toes. Bend your knees and hug them in. Wrap your hands around your shins. And then set your feet flat on the floor. And we'll use one asana just to kind of move away from any residual lethargy or tamas, we would call it in Sanskrit. So press up into the bridge pose, lifting your hips high, opening the whole front body. You can press your arms into the earth and lift your chest a little more. And then lower back down. With your feet wide apart, lower both knees over to the right and set your right foot on top of your left thigh to give that left hip joint a little internal rotation after sitting with your legs open. Come back up to center, let your knees lower to the left and set your left foot on top of the right thigh to give that right hip a little inward rotation. Come back up to center, and rock your way up to sitting. Let your palms come together in front of the heart center. Hari Om Om Tatsat. Have a wonderful day bringing light, radiance into the world. Namaste. Yes.